This podcast is brought to you by Voice of Vets. Voice of Vets. Hear it. And you're in time for a conversation that we are having around entrepreneurship. So, Voice of Vits has partnered with Timulukhong Digital Innovation Precinct to host the inaugural Young Entrepreneur Summit on the 24th of June, which is tomorrow. So, on the line, we are joined by Lebohang Pasha, who is the General Manager for Southern Africa at the African Management Institute, who will be unpacking the panel discussion tomorrow alongside Liz Litswalo, who is the founder of Masodi Organics, Neil Wellman, co-founder of alternative small business lender Lula Land. Hi Lebohang, welcome to the main switch. You're speaking to Khomotso. Hi Khomotso, how are you? I'm well, thanks. How are you Lebohang? I'm good and greetings to the Vahang listeners. Lovely. So why is entrepreneurship a good alternative for young people? Let's start there. I think the big thing about entrepreneurship is that it gives you a lot more control on where um, both your career is going and also you not necessarily having to wait um, to get a letter of appointment or something like that if you're looking for a job. And the last one I think would be that it gives you a lot of the skills that you'd learn probably much later in your career because you're forced to think about strategy, you're forced to think about customers, you are problem solving at a much higher level than you would be if you went into uh, employment. So you'd be thinking about um, much deeper problems, commercial problems around um, the decisions I'm making. Are they good decisions for the business financially? And what would you say are some of the common problems that young entrepreneurs face? Well, I think the biggest one is resilience. Um, Everybody gets highly motivated and there are a lot of great speakers out there and people feel that starting a business is very easy. Starting a business is really difficult. It's, mm. not, it's not easy and, and I'll be honest, it's not for everyone, but um, it's a great experience. I think even if you are maybe trying to gear up or step up on a side hustle, it's a very great experience because it teaches you a lot of things. But biggest challenge is definitely resilience. Most people give up very early and feel like um, it is just too difficult for them and this is not what they signed up for when they start running into a couple of early challenges. Mm, mm. And why is it important then to support community initiatives that educate about entrepreneurship? So the the reason for that is what we've seen even now during COVID is that um, ensuring that some businesses stay open isn't just about the entrepreneur on their own, isn't just about government, um, you need a broader entrepreneurship support community that helps businesses um, not only stay open uh, with the challenges we have now with COVID, but also grow and continue to grow in tough times like now. And that is usually a, a joint effort by multiple stakeholders. Um, government has a role to play in terms of policy, um, even processes like CITC need to be easier, need to accommodate um, issues around COVID, which they did, which was really great because you could go online um, and, and get an essential services permit if you needed one for the type of business you had. And those sort of really quick moves um, are what really helps businesses thrive. Okay, and speaking of support, actually, let's talk about mentorship, whether virtual or contact mentorship. How is it beneficial for young entrepreneurs? So mentorship is really important. I'm a, I'm a believer actually in a more diverse system. So mentorship, definitely. But I think mentorship that helps build the entrepreneur's capacity. It shouldn't be about 
uh, relationship where the entrepreneur now becomes reliant on their mentor Jeez. and isn't able to think for themselves on how to solve their problems. I think the kind of mentorship relationships we want are relationships that empower people to, to find ways of solving their own problems and having richer conversations. And one of the ways you do that is by empowering entrepreneurs, um, by giving them a lot of knowledge um, and giving them a lot of tools. So you mm. provide them with tools so that they can start thinking about how do I solve this problem? And the question would be, a question to a mentor would be more about the tactics. I've tried doing this, I've tried doing that. I don't think it's working. What have you done or what have you seen done out there that could potentially help me? Um, the other role of a mentor in some cases is also opening up networks. And if you've got a mentor who is an industry expert in whatever area you're focusing on, they can definitely introduce you to other people to broaden both your network, broaden um, or increase your opportunities of getting early customers. Um, they can also help vouch for you in some of those sort of uh, settings. So there's, there's definitely a lot of benefit of having a mentor when you're starting up a business. Love it. And I just want to know, at what age do you think entrepreneurship should be introduced? Because I think we introduce it really at a later stage where people have already matriculated or when they've graduated. So at what age do you think it should be introduced? I think entrepreneurship should be introduced at the age when people are already starting to have great ideas about solving problems for society, about pro- solving problems for their friends, for their family. And that's the right age to help people start thinking more commercially about their, uh, what they're trying to do. And here we're not just talking about um, outright profitability. Mm. We're also talking about solving societal issues. So there are many businesses that solve um, societal issues and address issues um, that are usually called at uh, the bottom of the pyramid issues. And yeah, they help society. They help government. They make government's job a lot easier. Right. And let's just talk about the summit now. What should attendants expect from the panel discussion um, and who will be a part of it? So the panel discussions are going to look at a lot of issues, um, some of them um, current issues in entrepreneurship, how to get around some of these issues, how to solve some of these early issues. And I think the best thing about it is there will also be a Q&A session. So Great. we aren't going to tell you what you need to listen to. You're going to help uh, us by being a part of the conversation and helping to shape the conversation and answer some of the questions you might have that you feel aren't currently being addressed for young entrepreneurs. Great. And in concluding this conversation, Lebohang, what would you like for the attendees to actually gain from the Entrepreneurship Summit? Well, I think the biggest thing I'd like them to gain is to realize that um, even in a situation of adversity like we have right now in the country, um, with COVID and how things likely to slip into some stricter sort of COVID regulations, um, there's always opportunity. There's always opportunity even in the most difficult of situations. If you're struggling to get a job, you're not getting responses, there's, there's always um, entrepreneurship as an option for you. So um, I'd, I'd like them to start thinking in that sort of way. Lebohang, thank you so much for having this conversation with us and we wish you all the best for tomorrow. This podcast was brought to you by Voice of Vids. By Voice of Vids. To hear more of our shows, tune in to 88.1 or streams via www.varfm.co.za.